feel like yeah. well, here it is welcome to episode 25 <laughs> this is life from Folkestone the juice cleanse episode all will be revealed see you in a bit loving you Loving you, 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 you, loving you, if you bend over, I can't see your face Feels just like I'm running a race at pace Well, loving you is good cardio Loving you, it's an exercise As long as I get there in the end, yes, we're loving you. It's good cardio. is over. That spandex is in the washing machine permanently. We're loving you. It's good cardio. Yes it is, yes it is. We're loving you. It's good Any podcasting without my glasses on or contacts? Haven't you? Now, what's going down is that I've had the worst sleep ever here in Faxton as well, and you did the night before. Why did you have a bad night? Belly issues. <laughs> Nothing disgusting, just feelings. But too much meat has been eaten. And that's what's going on with the juicing episode. Monday to Wednesday, I'm going to chronicle this juice explosion. Sorry, that's a bit graphic, but that's what will happen. So you're going to uh, entirely juice? You're going like, to live entirely on juice? <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, there you I don't you even got, give it a day. You, under, day, you underestimate, Steve. Because then you'll just start making excuses and you'll be like, oh, well, it was a, it was only a... No, I do that with meat. I say I'm going to be pescatarian this week. It usually lasts a couple of hours. Huh? And I always say out on Sunday, don't I? Yeah. I'll be eating a lot of meat. Yeah. But yesterday... And then you've like had a ham sandwich within like three hours of the day. Yeah. <laughs> 
So what's happened this weekend? Here live in Folkestone we come to play a, a gig at the Deal Food and Drink Festival. As usual, you know, the sales world and all this bollocks. Everyone demanding a chunk of me, I was exhausted. So, oh yeah, I was hungover. That's what was going on when we arrived here, wasn't it? Um, so booze, just to give an overview, I think I did go to Burger King last Monday. And as you pointed out, on Thursday night after a few drinks, I also went to Shake Shack. So that's two burgers to start with. I think they were both chicken burgers, though, but that doesn't, you know, it's not red meat, but there you go. When we arrived here, we went to the best Chinese of all time. What was it called? Hop Quang. Hop Quang. Hop Quang, live in Folkestone. I ate most of it and you just sat there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Spring rolls. Salt and pepper ribs that were like the feet of, a, uh, of some sort of monster, you said. Like real life monster munch. Yeah. It is pre-water. Sorry about the sound quality. We're both really asleep. It's like in bed with Madonna, but in bed of Mahoney in the moment. What's in bed with Madonna? It's what they called the film Truth or Dare she was in, where she was basically... It was documenting her tour and, you know... No, no, I saw mem- Truth or Dare. Why? And, yeah, that's what it was. It's called In Bed for Madonna here. I don't know why. <clears throat> Memorably for men, she sucked on a massive Coke bottle. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Bit of a s***, isn't she? It's impressive when I was 12. Um, well, it still is impressive, yeah. <laughs> Should we do a tour diary where you, like, do that? <laughs> on a, a bottle of Orangina <laughs> and I'll eat a banana suggestively <laughs> right anyway so yeah we had the Chinese I won't go through the whole menu but I smashed it it was a lot of meat that was kind of around Dick Tracy wasn't it because he was in that with her wasn't he I remember he went in like behind her when she was having her makeup done or something. what are you looking at what Warren Beatty? Yeah, I, don't, I haven't actually seen seconds. like in bed with Madonna slash Truthful Day. I'm not actually that. All right. Well, yeah, no, I do like Madonna. Though. She did a Madonna episode. Yeah. So, there was chicken, uh, prawns. It was great though. Took some photos outside, and this Chinese was interesting because it was in. What did you say? It was in booths. Mhm. And so, it was like family run, and they were. Chatty. Yeah, yeah. If you're ever in Folkestone, the the southeast coast of England, Kent, it's very nice. Go to what's it called? Hock Wan. It looks like shit from outside. It's great. I mean, it kind of looks like shit from inside as well. But yeah, so do I at the moment. That's why cheese cleanses. Yeah. Oh. Then we had a breakfast that you get in a standard English hotel by the by the sea in England. So lots of pork. But yeah, lots of meat. And then we went to the festival, played an amazing gig for two hours, debuted some of the Rockabilly songs. And then we had like a 10-inch chicken sausage with all the trimmings. That was tasty. What was the name of the vendor? Something Sausage. Heaven Sausage. Heaven, Heavenly Sausage. Heavenly Sausage. Check them out if you're ever at a festival. Mm. The sort of free entry festivals. Where we've been playing all summer. Mahoney and the moment are back. But only in uh, 
the sort of home counties free festivals. <laughs> food and drink festivals only that's as we it. get older. That's yeah. how we roll. It's just food and drink. And then the uh, you know the baby boomers buy the CDs. Yeah. And in towns where they look at you in the face and you know people aren't asking you for money in some way or another every twenty seconds. When you play a YouTube ad or when you play YouTube, it doesn't play an ad every minute like it does if you're in central London. And none of the places accepted card. Which lets you no, really we don't take card. Oh, wow. Even the woman who came up to buy the CD, she's like, oh, I've only got cash. <laughs> I love you guys. And let me tell you something else. Wild up. So, anyway, I've eaten a lot of meat. And then I think we had something in the room last night as well, didn't we? Whatever that was. Wings and goujons and crap. But whilst watching uh, The Fugitive, that was yeah. good. That was a great day. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. The stomach was just too alive. You know, there was too much going on. Too much had been put in. It's there where I reviewed it and sort of established now I've gone too far. But anyway, I heard a couple shacking. Did you? In Folkestone. Or were the people next door? Kent people shagging, yeah. I think it might have been that, where the window is. So we've got a beautiful, yeah. we've got a view of the ocean. The ocean is good, you know. Channel. People are shagging. I've been coming out. I get When I breathe some sea air, I come up with some ideas, you know. What are the ideas I come up with? We'll discuss them in a minute, anyway. So a couple shagging. And um, I didn't know that it was sex at first, because it was just a woman going... Oh, God. <laughs> like it weren't a sexy sounding shag, just going, Oh, God. <laughs> and once I think she went, Oh, fuck. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like a rough uh-huh. sounded shag. It was like she was having, like, you, you know, you sure it was a an aubergine shoved up <laughs> her by a gorilla or something. Oh. <laughs> so I heard that and I thought, Oh, that's funny. She could probably hear me now. No, she's probably asleep after being ready. You might run into her downstairs. I know, there must have been shagging between like 3 and 5am. That's when I think I would have been out. I didn't look at the clock. Saturday night. But I didn't hear any bumping or nothing. I just heard her going, oh, good. And it was a long shag. It was kind of maybe half an hour, 40 minutes. Just, oh. <laughs> it sounded like she was whelming. And you know when you hear a shag and you're maybe. like, wow, this sounds all right. <laughs> Maybe he was just going down on her, or she. God, he he must have had some energy after, like, ten pints and the curry or whatever they serve in here, and then to go down on someone at 3am. <laughs> Maybe they're from round here and they're staying here instead of their parents. No, but they sounded old. I reckon it would have been a, you know, woman. All right, when we go oh, down... Oh, I don't think she'd have been 23. When we go down for breakfast, you have to point oh, out... Oh, no, I thought you said, when we go down, see what noises <laughs> yeah, you make. Yeah, when you go down on me before <laughs> breakfast. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got a shag. I'm glad they're doing it. Wish. Is that you again? That's a dog. Was it? Unless the dog's having sex. Wait. Live on the podcast, have you heard that? Is that what you were hearing? Yeah, someone's having a right shagging weekend here. I reckon someone's having an affair. Stay tuned. I bet with Steph. Did I miss another one there? That was like... It's quite regular. That's a seagull. Don't, don't be alarmed. Alright. Oh, she's calmed down. Maybe he's got to hide. Um, 
So yeah, juice cleanse. What do you know about juicing? I know nothing about it, and I'm going to commentate it as it happens here over the next three days. Too much meat. Was that another one? Yeah. Too much meat's been in my body, and uh... see so, yeah, how we go. I just need to reassess. Is that? <laughs> well, that's a nice one. Ooh. So yeah. Oh my god. She's orgasming. Seagulls are celebrating. It's all I can hear. Orgasm live on the Pepperset podcast. See, this, this is all your erotic needs, all of you out there. <laughs> Except they can't hear it. I wonder if you can. If you can't hear it, no sex noises are happening live, you know. It's good quality. It's only even rated R or 18. So kids out there, if you're hearing this, that's what you're going to be doing soon. That's, if you stay out of trouble, you know. Make sure you're 16 or 18. What's the sex age now in England? Is it six? I think it's 18 now, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can legally have sex at 16. It's illegal to have sex well, if you're 15. Huh? You just said 18. Well, for a while, I think it's you have to be 18 to have gay sex. That's weird. So you can have straight sex at 16, but you have to wait until you're 18 to be gay. <laughs> so there's a couple of different ways... Is that was that another one? Shit. Oh my god! It's either that or she's being strangled. You can hear it now. Is that next door? Yeah, that's right. Where the mirror is. Oh my god! Well, that is banging. They are well done. All right. In the middle of the night, she sounded a bit more sore. We recommend Kent. We love Kent, the coast. Mm. Everyone's been really friendly. It's been such an escape for us. Especially, I was saying the other day, when you're looking out at the Thames, which is just no, brown. Piss. And then to come here, it makes you feel like you've left the country or something because the water is so, you know, it's like a pretty kind of clear sea glass. We've had sunshine the whole weekend and it's beautiful. People are chilled. Everyone, yeah, everyone smiley and chatty and friendly. It's the best thing you can do now, because going abroad is expensive now, so. Mm. More people than ever are holidaying in the UK. (laughs) One of the benefits of global warming and international terrorism is that more and more people are holidaying in England. I'll drink to that. Water way to have a good time. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing this more often, I suppose. Just get out on a Friday. Get out. Get on the train. How much was it? 30 quid? Well, the train was expensive. Train's more expensive than the hotel. Yeah, just get out of London. <laughs> Do it. Run away. From the sex-riddled um, hotels of Kent. We'll be back soon. Bleh. Welcome back, that was music. <laughs> so yeah, Karen. I was just going to say that you have a couple of choices, right? There's the master cleanse. Which yeah. I don't think you'd ever get through. How do you do it? You make it, and it's but that's all, the only thing that you have, and it's um, lemon juice, cayenne pepper, maple syrup, 
water. It's just like a you make a like you know a huge bottle of it each day yeah. with home ingredients and um, it's five ingredients I think. And that's what you drink for what you know a week. I mean, four you days. You just live on smoothies. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to do a saline, saline cleanse before you do that, so you get like a. Well, drink enema. salt water or put yeah. salt water up your ass. But drinking <clears throat> salt water makes you puke, doesn't it? It makes you. No, you don't. I don't think you drink it. I think you. I think it's an enema. But that's you a master cleanse. What do you do? Stick up your nose? Huh? Your nose? Where'd you put the salt water then? You don't drink it. What'd you do? Um, I think you give yourself an enema. How'd you do that? Uh, it's kind of like a, n- a netty squeeze container thing. I've never done it, you but just I squeeze it into your bum. Someone gave me one for a birthday gift. What on the toilet, or do you just like sit with your ass in the air? Uh, I haven't read the instructions. Oh, I'm not doing the salt water bit. I've had Listen, a colonic few. That's the master cleanse. So when you start looking up juice cleanse, that's what you're going to see. Then there's the option where there are plenty of companies that will, you know, create open your ass for you and. No, forget about that part. They'll have a bunch of different, you know, flavors and jars so you don't get bored throughout several days, right? I'm only doing three days. And that you're getting different flavors and different nutrients and stuff. going to party on Wednesday. What I think you're going to end up doing is just, like, balancing out a bunch of different kinds of innocent smoothies and, like, Sainsbury's <laughs> and stuff, right? Slides of sugar. Make sure you get the proteiny one, make it, you know, for lunch. And get Are you into that? Yeah, is that any good? Green one. Is that terrible? You'll do like the banana you want for breakfast. Yeah, thanks. No bread. <clears throat> no half a muffin in the morning. I mean, coffee is coffee sugar allowed. If you go that route, though, that's the only thing. All right, well, just do spinach and whatever it is, broccoli in the morning. Oh, you mean like the one I make us? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there's one route, there's the enema, and then what's the other route? Sainsbury's innocent. No, what I'm saying is there. if you're actually going to properly juice, most people prepare for this. How? By having three... By having a fry-up, like we're going to have in a minute. No. Free breakfast. And fry-up in Folkestone. Yeah. No, what do they do? No, then? either you order, like, a week's worth of the juices so that you have them, you know. That's boring organisation. You know you can get them from. Yeah, well, I'm in Holborn. I can j- yeah, there's about. probably a lot by you, aren't there? Yeah, lots of people are trying to... Clint get the shit out from the weekend because they're trying to pay the rent but where there's lots of people there'll always be ingredients I think you're gonna cheat with some bread pork pies or not maybe a pork pie <laughs> can, isn't there isn't there a cleanse where you can just have juices and then have a proper dinner like that's like a diet. Well, that's like the slim fast diet or something. Mm. Oh, so okay, so already within what? Wait, no, 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 no. You've gone to you now. I thought you were saying that was an option for one of the options. No, I didn't say All that. Right, so, what are the options? You do the bum cleanse. The bum cleanse is part of the master cleanse that suggested. Oh, so I'm not doing master cleanse. I don't need that. Yeah, you don't have any official information. You want to try your masculine voice? Yeah, I'm trying to talk, talk, trying not talk like a, trying to talk like I have balls. <laughs> when I'm talking to Emily. Still not, am I? Yeah, right. Anyway, so yeah, join us on this ride. Emily doesn't believe I'm going to do it. Um, ro- the Rockabilly album's been recorded, as I said a couple of episodes ago. I feel really proud of that. 
It's like the best thing I've done. Musically. I'm just hoping that I can do this because I don't want to get angry tomorrow having not eaten. So that's what this episode's going to be about, managing my mindset. Seen a bit for sausage. Maybe not, though. Maybe no meat today in the breakfast, yeah? Gradual steps. Maybe that's a good idea. And then I'll get a non-meat pasty as well on the train. Yeah. Small update on the juicing diet. We've just ordered a cod, chips, and a scampi two diet cokes. And what's this, Emily? The seafood mix, is it? It's like a seafood salad. It's like crab and shrimp and mayo. Here we are on the coast of Folkestone, 25 miles from France, and we've just bought some French magazine advert things from the 60s, where it was great stuff, but the woman was terrible at selling. So it's not worth it, don't take it. It's not worth it for panned, is it? And I'm like, all right, hold on. Yes, take that and shut the fuck up. You cut it out of a magazine, it means nothing. Well, she should have sold it, as I said, was this is one of a kind. These magazines don't exist anymore. You won't be able to get this anywhere else. Yeah. You know, but you start going, no, so, and they charged me to do the card and everything. I was like, all right. Yeah. And we're looking at, we're both looking at her going, okay. It's on my, they're ripping me off on Instagram. Anyway, they're lovely posters. What are they? One of his, of a kid covering his ears next to an orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. The other one is... Brigitte Bardot sitting in between two guys yeah I haven't actually inspected it closely enough I don't know where is she she's having dinner she had like a boxing match and I haven't drunk any juice today no vitamin T no tea, no vitamin C or tea you barely even had any water no, no water no Barocca so it's all to come I assure you but coming next chips welcome to Juice Mania the show that takes a look at the wonderful world of juice Steve yeah. It, it's day one of juicing. Uh, yeah, isn't it? Alright, so what's for you? What's well, for breakfast? Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to know what your plan is. You're going to do it. Okay. You're going to do smooth and eat. Mm-hmm. And then when I go off at Holborn, I'll go to Boots and just get some sort of... Okay, so you've done absolutely no research. No research. Well, I'll just have a few smoothies for the next few days. Okay, so this isn't a juice. This is a smoothie, a smoothie <laughs> plan. Okay. Something. I'm going to look at the juice. It's expensive as well, all that. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> I'm just on the diet. So what are the rules? Just stop eating meat and night. Just stop eating so much and stop drinking. It's a diet. Okay. Because I've got an important thing at six o'clock this afternoon. This is part of the thing. Like, I can't go into that malnourished and angry and like fucked up. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'll start Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's um, let's do our best to keep you on the right track. Right. What kind of um, what song? would you normally put on to get motivated to do something? The problem with this episode, there's not enough content. So I'm going to have to go and actually interview someone about juicing. You know? What, to show how, like, catastrophically you failed? Maybe. I mean, 
the next few days, I'm not eating meat or drinking alcohol, that's for certain. And uh, I'm just going to, yeah, I mean, we didn't eat dinner last night. I've eaten a lot. I don't know. What do you think I should be doing? Full. Because I've got to still be functional. What do you think? Wish you the best of luck. I don't know what song is about juice. I can't think right now. <laughs> That'd be a song about juice. What's a song that gets you motivated? That's my favourite. <laughs> Haven't you played that yet? No. In the darkest mornings, when we put that song on, that sorted us out, didn't it? And you mm-hmm. started dancing around. Yeah. It's a great song. Right. That's what I'm about. You gotta uplift. Alright. Whether you're eating juice or not. Here it is, Walk of Life by Dire Straits. Yes, Dire Straits, the only hit they ever needed. You may hear from my change of tone that I'm now alone and in the coffee shops of Holborn. So what's just happened? Um, the juicing has affected me. I'm not really juicing. I'm just eating less. I eat too much. In the morning, I feel quite slow, usually, but I think it's because I've tried to stuff some sort of sugar-filled, protein-filled thing in me. Um, so I usually have that, but I haven't had that this morning. I've had nothing. I'm about to have... Well, no, I've had a smoothie that Emily made. She'll have to tell you about it later. But I haven't eaten. It's now 10.41am here in sunny Holborn. Just been to the loo and uh, 
maybe eight seconds into being in there and locking the door behind me someone banged on the door and I went hold on please and then as I um, came out I looked them steadily in the eye like Ivan Drago in Rocky IV because it's not acceptable I know it's a rat race but you know but what it's done this kind of diet has made me um, slower well I don't really give a shit about what time I'm getting to where I'm getting to this morning but you know there's something to be said for not getting caught up in it so I'm about to have a single shot coffee and as Emily wittily predicted I am getting a innocent super smoothie berry protein strawberries raspberries coconut milk and soya protein it was a choice between that and a naked smoothie which is exactly the same i looked in the aisles um in boots just then for a good five minutes trying to find their juicing plans i don't want to spend more than maybe 20 pound doing this for three days well not at all actually i don't want to spend more than two pound doing it but as i was doing it a guy went fuck you and like um squared up to um the uh the assistant who was looking quite sprightly in the five or ten seconds before that skipping around in his suit going hi everyone good morning and all that he was obviously the manager and then like a tramp guy obviously reacted badly to him telling him not to come in maybe so that distracted me and i didn't buy any juices and i thought oh fuck it i'll just have one of these smoothies you know i need some protein so that's my update way too much meat was eaten way too much the last dish was fish and chips at maybe 1pm yesterday. So I haven't really eaten for nearly 24 hours. I have asked a number of people to appear on this podcast who really want to appear like an expert about juicing or fasting or whatever the fuck it is, but they quickly retract when I say, well, let's do it then. And so it's just me talking about it. I've spoken to a number of people, though. One, um, a lady who... Basically, people that fast for a day a week because they've got anxiety or whatever, you're dealing with that, so they're never going to appear in front of a microphone unless they're... um, inebriated in some way um so i've had a lot of uh, sort of backseat experts on this sort of thing but i'm not really doing it i'm just um reversing it's been a journey already in the 20 minutes we've had since i woke up in bed and i was full of meat and couldn't sleep so now it's been what has it been now it's been 27 hours since i've eaten like a full proper meal i've just had smoothies and like coffee and water um, but now I am going to get a salad from Tost in Chancery Lane and you may boo at that but this is all part of the vibe man well basically I have to be switched on for this meeting I cannot be uh, edgy or emotional or you know unbalanced but tomorrow Tuesday I may um, carry on with this saga because I actually feel quite good in a way I think every now and then your body does need to just stop yeah, like I said, I'd love to have had some guests for you who have spoken, you know, quite knowledgeably about how it will make you feel quite euphoric at moments. People talking like it's drugs. Because I think it is the way it affects you when you don't eat. Your body goes through certain things and your stomach starts, like, eating itself or some shit, someone's telling me. But I'm not going for that. I'm just going for not being a fat bastard and, like, smashing me as I walk past a butcher. And, um, alcohol.
Alright, welcome back. It's three days later. The juicing didn't happen in any way, really, did it, Emily? It happened for one day, and now I've got a cold. Um, Pete, for you, I, I didn't eat for a day, and I just had juice. But then I'd still had a dinner, didn't I? Yeah, you did eat. How's that working out? It's because I ate so much meat and drank so much last week that I couldn't sleep. I didn't, like, shout myself or anything, but it was a lot of cons- <laughs> consummation. So the final segment of the juice episode is going to be with Pete. Yo! Who, you are a professional saxophonist, right? Uh, yeah, loose, loose term, yeah. And we're doing a lot of pressure because he's just played on a whole album as well. But here's an excerpt of Pete playing on our album. I mean, what's going to stop a bad guy with a gun? A traffic warden with a gun. Right, so here we are live in Weatherspoon's Rainers Lane. The second day of recording the album Can't Get Arrested and we have Pete, amazing sax player who plays in, what do you say, it's the Queen's Band? Scots. Scots Guard. So he was one of the fellas who was playing uh, the tribute to Aretha Franklin last month. Should we tell everyone to shut up in here? Um, and we just recorded some music for an album. But Pete, what are your main uh, musical influences, saxophone influences? Right, so main influence would be Grover Washington Jr who was the sax player for um, Bill Withers Ain't No Sunshine it's got a fucking banging sax solo in it so YouTube the 8 minute version of it and you'll uh... I tell you what we'll play that at the end of this episode the Bill Withers so there's an 8 minute version of Ain't No Sunshine where he has a sax solo yeah well there's a there's a steel drum drum solo and a sax solo in the middle and then there's a banging sax solo at the end yeah and that was cut out for what? Commercial reasons or something? For radio play. They don't want anything over three minutes today, so it's just like, fuck the saxophone and steal drums off. And uh, let's just have old Bill. Sing. I think he's on, sax is on the track, isn't it? Yeah, he does a little, uh, does a little riff that you recognise, but... Yeah. If anyone's wondering what the sound is, that is a um, hand dryer in a toilet in a Weatherspoons in Harrow. So it's not a highbrow podcast, this, and those, this is, you know. Piss coming off people's fingers, yes, that is. Hitting our hair. <laughs> but this is a free podcast. All the sound effects are free for you here for an authentic experience. So um, the juicing is over, we're drinking beers. And so, Pete, you're in another band. How many bands are you in? What is your musical landscape? Uh, so I play bass in the Blue highways I just sort of do anything I'm a bit of a sax whore and like you you've asked me to come and play on your album yeah I've come along it's awesome and how did you how did you start playing sax and why um so I saw a carnival band when I was about six and saw one of the bands was dressed like all of them were dressed like Spider-Man and I saw at the, at the time I thought it was a saxophone but it was actually a trombone I went to my dad I want to play saxophone went to get the lesson and he handed me this instrument I was just like that's not fucking saxophone sorry am I allowed to sweat no yeah yeah absolutely alright that's not a, that's not a fucking saxophone a wanker but it was actually you wanker dad I wanted to play trombone but yeah I just kept with it and was it hard to learn though how old were you because instruments are harder to learn the older you get aren't they really in my experience I, I don't know because I picked up bass with a good grasp of music Right. So it was kind. Of, it was kind of easy to pick up the bass because I had a sort of a really good understanding of music. But to, 
to start playing sax, I really learned by ear. I couldn't read music for ages. I just learned everything by ear and then pretended I could read the music. Yeah, I can't read music either. But for context, this guy's just played on an entire album in an hour, would you say, of total playing? Two hours, yeah. Two hours. And what was the first public performance? Is it hard to play sax live? What's hard about it? What's easy about it? Um, what's hard about it is... I don't know. It's really hard to say what's hard about something I've been doing for most of my life. But Can you play it? So it's three hours a long gig. You know, like the East Street Band, they play for three hours. How much is too much sax playing? I don't know. It's, it's like running. If you do running often, oh, then okay. you get a long run wouldn't seem like much. But like a 10-minute run can seem a lot if you don't do anything to begin with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And have you got a best ever gig that you can think of sax-wise? I've done a lot of a lot of good gigs and a lot of shit gigs. I don't know. It's really hard to to say what best gig is like because I've been you played in front of the Queen though, right? Played in front of the Queen. I do that all the time. That's like not the best gig because just, just you and her, or how is it done? No, I've, <laughs> no, I don't have one to ones. It's not like just like like a personal dance. No, but I don't know. Probably like just a local pub where everyone's buying your beers. You're playing some banging. Covers and How did you get that job for the Queen's Band? Did you already ask him that? How did you no, get not specific. How did I get the job? I just I just auditioned for it and I got it. Saw it in the paper. Yeah. Um, I still couldn't read music. They want people that can read music and I learnt the pieces for the audition. So you can now? I can now, yeah. Because um, I learnt through the army. They reckon Paul McCartney didn't learn to read music till about three years ago and, you know, and he's 74. Yeah, look how that's handling for him. Yeah. Like, did his best stuff when he couldn't. He's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know what his new album sounds like, but... I've heard it. It's okay. The last one was better. The one with the lights on it, new. This one's a bit... It's just glad to have him around. Yeah. You say that now, he'll probably die before you... Pass. Shit! <laughs> One last stance and then... I've seen him live. Actually, I have seen him live myself, but I've seen him play with Neil Young and he guests quite a lot on artists I like. So I've seen him share the stage with Springsteen, Neil Young and uh, little Stephen Van Zandt. There's only so many people in Rainer's Lane. This is peak uh, aggression time as well. Because you know I said to that guy... I know, so much noise. Um, I said to that guy, he was going, that looks like a fiddle, doesn't it? And I went, no, it's actually a machine gun. And he went, look, I just want a quiet pint. I was like, look, I'm not starting on you. I just want to say a joke, man. All right, so did sax get the chicks back in the day as well? Have you ever got your leg over as a result, a result of playing sax? It's a bit of... No, no, because I'm awkward as fuck. So I'd like, not, they'd be like, whoa, this guy can play saxophone, and then they'd come and talk to me, and I'd be like, hi, I, I live with So they cat. do come and talk to you, though, so that's the answer in itself. They talk to you more if you've got a dog. So dog. if you want to, like, get with some chicks, get a dog, don't take up sax. Okay, what about a dog and a sax? Dog one, and one in each arm? I don't know. And how did you meet your wife in Canada? Uh, it's playing, like, an open mic kind of thing down in Dorset, where I'm from and she was she was there just watching she's a musician herself okay. and she was like doing interviews like and I thought like oh she's doing interviews she must be like someone kind she of she was hot. interviewing for her husband maybe so well dead. yeah 
but um, yeah she interviewed me but I was really drunk so I just sort of sat there and I just like again I, it was the first time I played with the band yeah. that I was playing with and it was just like they were asking me about the history of the band and I was just like I don't know I've, I've known them like 20 minutes they just asked me to and it wasn't even like my kind of music it was like electro sort of emo so the best thing that came out of that night was her right well yeah yeah I guess so yeah. oh, are you worried they were slagging off that band no no they're a good band don't get me wrong it's just not your type of thing I just I don't think there was any place for me to be there like an awkward giant with a saxophone right and loads of young kids playing electro music okay and what does the future hold for the Blue Highway so you're recording with them as well uh, we're hoping, on bass hoping to do an album we're trying, still trying to find out like our sounds we've only been going for a few months so we don't we can't just rack it off straight away and we're quite particular about it so especially me I'm fucking up left right and centre because I'm a noob on bass yeah. like what's this note I don't know yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be great is there any recordings of Blue Highways there are there's some on YouTube and all that good stuff alright well let's do a song by the Blue Highways do you know what's your favourite shit <laughs> do you not know the names of the I don't know the names no the keys <laughs> I'm just like the one that goes dong dong yeah you can is look it, it up when you get home yeah whatever. all right let me know yeah all right so this is the blue highways from london from harrow and victoria uh, where are the other members of the band from well they're all brothers so they're all from uh, harrow oh so they're all inbred apart from you all of them are inbred yeah or incestuous yeah. all right the blue highways here they are that's their tagline <laughs> It's the Blue Highways, and we're here with Pete, the sax master, the queen sax player, bass player extraordinaire. Not queen the bands, not the rock bands. Could you play with them, do you think? No. Nah, oh, you don't like them? I'd be like, I'd just like probably piss myself on stage. Yeah, it's not very serious. They were like unlikely to ask me, but if they were, I'd just be like, I can't do that. I can't ruin your music. I've ruined your music. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> they haven't at all. It's amazing. I'm very excited about it, actually. What's your favourite song that you play with the work band, with the army band? I don't 
know. We we do we do a lot of covers which are like school band arrangements. Some of them are pretty simple. We played Take On Me the other day. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that'll be coming to the, uh, the Queen's Fort Court. And are you doing the high sort of singing bits with a sax or what instrument's doing the high falsetto? So I'm doing like bass sax, okay. yeah. And the, the melody's taken over by all the different sections. Okay. Yeah. And so, Pete, final question. Have you ever done any juicing? And what's your favourite juice to round off this episode? I got into juicing. You did? Okay. So he's actually done it and I haven't. But one of those shitty, like, you know, the ones where you attach the cup and it's like a long... Yeah, we've done that. That's what we do every morning. One, But my my wife, Jerry, I got her an, a Nutribullet for Christmas. Okay. Well, no, her birthday. And she, like, does everything. She puts cauliflower with peanut butter. Wow. And then that's it. It's like cauliflower and peanut butter. Sweet and savoury. That's what Americans and Canadians do, though. With, with like, coconut milk, and I'm just like, that's fucking me. Emily's listening and thinking, that sounds good. No, I'm just, I'm curious about the nutritional value in the cauliflower. Cauliflower, yeah, she hates cauliflower. It's more like a sort of something that's quite flavour neutral. When it's, it's fr- like frozen cauliflower, blend that up with um, the, the peanut butter and the coconut milk. Because, like, it's, it's like more healthy than doing a fry up every morning. Of course. And it saves a lot of washing up. We gotta do some washing up when we get in. I make one every morning for him, and I just. I'm more of a fruit person. I'm more. Need it to be sweet. But Jerry's like fully like I'm gonna chuck fucking weird spinach in there. Like if it's weird, she'll throw it in. Well, spinach is good to throw in because it's very rich in nutrients, that isn't it? It's good for you. Just have to balance it out with like apple, apple juice or limes or kiwis or something. No, she just leaves it with all like vegetables and stuff, and it's weird. It's proper weird. But have you ever done it as a diet? Just drank juice. No, I'm not into diets. No. You don't really seem like like you don't really need to. You have a good metabolism. I've always wondered about doing meat shakes. Just meat shakes, not like protein shakes, but blending up meat. Not like a chicken milkshake, or whatever. Yeah, why not? And on that note, that's the end of the episode. I'm sorry about the sound quality. Um, the next episode is quite a good segue. The next episode is going to be about toilet hand dryers. So um, there you go. So here to finish off episode 25, it's Bill Withers. See you next time. Just the two of us We can make it if we try